I had to run away and hide. Something happened in the middle of the night. If I came inside without a sound, suddenly my life was turning upside down. All that I could feel was pain, and strangers came and took my soul away. Like a deadly hurricane, I know my life will never be the same. Where do you go when you're by yourself? Who comes along when you cry for help? I know I can't change the past, but as the river keeps flowing, I'll keep on moving on. I'm hoping for a better life, praying that nobody's story turns out like mine. The only thing I know is fear, even those with good intentions disappear. All that I could feel was pain, and strangers came and took my soul. Deadly hurricane. I know my life will never be the same. Where do you go when you're by yourself? Who comes along when you cry for help? I know I can't change the past, but as the river keeps flowing.
Alright, good evening everyone. I am Kenny Wonders by name. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of our weekend seminar, RMY weekend seminar. Or let me put it as weekend lectures since it's an online class. So I want to appreciate everyone for joining us again. Um, if you have not invited your friend, please do so. Let them listen to this episode because uh, I believe it's going to serve as a source of hope to many that will be listening to it today. So please do well to kindly just message someone right now. You can just message someone. You can just call someone if you can. And um, just tell them that, oh, I have this this platform and you know they are they are giving a live lecture right now can you just join me and listen it's a very short one today i plan that today is going to be very short so that um, everyone can listen to it within the possible short period of time and get blessed and get inspired get motivated again amen so today uh, i know a few weeks back we started a series on the kingdom and we are trying to lay foundations on how what the kingdom of god is all about you know the 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 nook and cranny the the you know the modus operandi of the kingdom the method of operations the 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 inside out of the kingdom and we're trying to dig deep using the human knowledge of kingdom you know and we're trying to just check how the kingdom of god works and how to fulfill purpose how to be effective in life by following the kingdom principles and all that so we've not even gone deep into the kingdom teaching so today i was supposed to continue with the series on the kingdom but you know i had to take a pause from the kingdom series to teach this because it has been on my spirit to take this and you know i believe it's a very very timely message for us in this season because looking around all over the world, you see a lot of despair going on, a lot of um, discomfort, a lot of pandemic all around, you know, a lot of news that are not encouraging, a lot of discouragement here and there, disappointment. And people are beginning to give up on their dreams. People are beginning to give up on hope. People are beginning to lose hope in hope. People are beginning to lose hope in God. People are beginning to, to, to see God as a scam. People are now beginning to doubt the the efficacy and you know the efficacy of God's word, the integrity of of God to His words and His promises. And you know people are beginning to give up on their dreams. No more, I'm not doing this anymore. It's just time. When it's time, no when to give up. It's just time to give up. I I'm just tired of life. Whatever life throws at me, I just take it like that. Uh, the time is over for me to keep pushing. I, I am I am fed up of life and all that. And you know, you know, jokingly, I used to say something. I used to say, you know, when when you are the fact that you are born a human being, the fact that you are born a living soul on this earth, it is already a problem. <laughs> the fact that you are born a human is a problem on its own. Like I say jokingly, the fact that you are born a human is a problem on its own. Now, the fact that you are born not just a human, you are not born in in Africa <laughs> is a serious issue. 
is a serious problem. Now, not only were you not born in Africa, they, you, you, you woke up, you know, your mates were choosing country. Your mates were choosing country. Let's, I'm joking, I'm just saying this jokingly. Your mates were choosing countries and you, you open your two eyes and choose Nigeria. That is double wala. <laughs> like the song goes, double wala for dead body. It's, it's jokingly anyways, but it's just, it's just kind of funny and at the same time carries an iota of truth. You know, being born in this country, Nigeria, it can be so discouraging sometimes because not because Nigeria uh, is a place where you can't make it or you can't fulfill destiny, but only because there are a lot of um, there are a lot of diminishing um, effects. There are a lot of uh, I would now demerits. There are a lot of discouraging occurrences. There are a lot of obstacles that you are going to face being in nigeria alone you know i have i have, I have had um, many many people talk about you know when they travel all over the, from nigeria they travel the world i've had many people complain about their issue the issues of the way they are being treated whenever you know whenever the immigrant sees the immigration officer sees their their green passport you know their green card and they begin to treat them as criminals they begin to search them seriously why because of the notion and the motive and the, the belief they have concerning nigeria i wish it's not their fault anyways it's not their fault so you know being born in nigeria is is a double wala is a double issue double problem for those that don't know what wala means is a double problem on its own so what am I trying to say is that this country can frustrate the dreams of people. This country can kill the dreams of, in short, it has killed the dreams of many, 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 many have, have lost passion. I have personally, I have seen many, many people just lose interest in what they were so passionate about. Not because they were not consistent with their passion, just only because the, the the system in the nation does not support or does not encourage their dreams, and they begin to lose hope. Especially the youths, they begin to lose hope. They begin to lose interest. They begin to give up on hope, and most times begin to blame God for their dysfunctions. They begin to blame God for their dysfunction. So this message is for those that have given up on hope. This message is for those that are giving up now. It's not time to give up. It's not time to give up. So I'm going to be sharing today. I'm going to be speaking, giving stories, especially um, using this um, Daniel as a case study, the story of Daniel. I'm going to use his story as a case study. But before we go into this, that story, I would love to share a scripture I would love to share a scripture with us. The book of Psalm 139, verse 13 to 18. The book of Psalm 139, verse 13 to 18. 13 to 18. I will read. I'm going to be fast about this. He said, this is David speaking. You know, he was talking about how God was formed him from the womb. And, you know, he got an inspiration from the Holy Spirit. And he began to review the 
he began to give us the insight into how God destines a man and how God purposes a man even before he was born. So he said from verse 13, I'm going to be reading with the New Living Translation. He said, you made all the delicate inner part of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. Now, you know, one of the things that, you know, caught my attention was when he saw he said you saw me before i was formed i was i was born every day of my life was recorded in your book in your book in your book every day of my life was recorded in your book every moment was laid out before a single day had passed he every day was laid out before a single day had passed what was he trying to say what he's saying is before you leave before you started living god already saw you lived now, notice the word I use, lived, past tense. Before you started living, God already saw you lived. You already finished, like, He saw your finished life. He saw your end before you started. And guess what? He patterned your life towards your end. So, He has the plan of how He wants your life to end. And He has designed you to walk according to those patterns of your life. Are you with me? So, God has seen your future. Let me put it this way. Your future is God's past. Your future is God's past. So, there is nothing that occurs in your life that God is not aware of. There is nothing that occurs in your life that God is not aware of. And that is the greatest message of hope you can ever receive in life. The fact that God is aware of your situations. Whether good or bad, he is aware of it. He is aware of it. I put it this way, that God is intentional about your life. God is intentional about our life. I see. see, you cannot be more intentional than God is. You can never be more intentional about your life than God is. Your parents, uh, no matter how much they love you, they can never be as intentional as God is concerning you. Now, what does this mean? It simply means that there is nothing that comes to your life that God cannot undo and turn it around for his own agenda and purposes of your life. God can turn every situation into a situable situation. God can turn every situation, every kind of situation, into into it he will bring it into his purpose and use it for his purposes concerning your life so there is nothing that you are going through that 
cannot be a source of encouragement to people tomorrow. You know, one of the ways I live my life is that I think not about today. I think most of the time about tomorrow. Why? Because, you know, I think about the generations that we gain from whatever I go through today. One of my greatest motivation is thinking about my children in the future, thinking about my my the generations to come that I'm going to inspire. And whenever I go through any challenges, I talk to myself and I say to myself that it's not time to give up. Why? Because if you give up now, you think you are giving up just you alone, giving up on yourself and no one is affected. But no, you giving up is affecting a lot than you can think of. Just imagine Jesus gave up on his goals. Just imagine that Jesus gave up on his dream to save the world. Do you know the millions and billions of people that will be affected to you today? Just imagine Moses gave up on his goals. Just imagine Nelson Mandela gave up on his goals. Probably South Africa will still be under the same oppression to you today. Just imagine Abraham Lincoln gave up on his goals. Probably there will still be there will still be division in the United States of America today. So you your your giving up does more harm than good. In short, it does no good. That is why you cannot afford to give up. No matter the excuse you want to lay down, you cannot afford to give up. Oh, can you wonder you don't understand? I lost my dad, I lost my mom. What can you say about that? Oh, we see you losing your dad, losing your mom. I'm sorry, I might not understand how it feels, but that is a message of hope to a generation already. That is a message of hope to a generation already. So, it is not a time to give up, it is a time to rise and keep moving. It is the time to rise and keep moving. Oh, can you wonder? You don't understand. I have, I have, I have attempted to chase this dream over and over again, but it just seems this country keeps frustrating me. I have pursued this goal for ten years, and nothing is coming forth. Hello, Nelson Mandela spent about twenty-nine years in the prison just for a belief. Just for a belief, 29 years, he had no business being in the prison. He was not a criminal. But because he had a vision, he spent 29. That guy spent his youth days in the prison, his adult life in the prison. He never had a normal adult life. He spent it in the prison. What can you say about that? And it came out good. It came out greater than he can even imagine. He never believed he was going to be the president. Never. Never. And beyond being the president, the effect of his leadership is still felt in South Africa till date. Till date. Oh, South Africa is different from Nigeria. Nigeria is worse. Really? Then it means I need to share the story of Daniel with you. The untold story of Daniel, the untold part of the story of Daniel that many people don't look into. And what do I mean by that? You know, when we talk about Daniel, the first thing that comes to many of us minds, many of us, many of us, you know, you know, growing up as a child, many of us read about, especially, especially in the in the in the in the Sunday schools, children 
Sunday school teenagers, Sunday schools. I know they talk about Daniel. Daniel, the first thing that comes to your mind, I can read your mind already. What's the word? Excellence. Yeah, yeah, that's what comes to your mind. Yes, I'm right. I just read your mind. I'm so sure that was what you were thinking of. Daniel, excellence. So whenever we hear the word, the name Daniel, Daniel in the Bible, excellent, excellent, excellent. That's what comes to our mind. But there is a part of the story of Daniel that was not told. Or let me put it this way. It was not taught or we never looked into it. It was right there written in the Bible, but we never talked about it. And what part are we talking about? Am I talking about? It's simply the obstacles and challenges that Daniel had to face. We barely talk about those things. When we even want to talk about any challenge, we talk about the ones that he faced after he had made it, after he was already famous, was known, well known all over all over the, the, the nation in his days in Babylon. But rarely do we talk about the steps and the trials and the defeats Daniel had to go through to become that excellent in his days. Now I'm going to list out some with us. Just some. There are more, but just some. How many people want to say Nigeria? You know, I started earlier by talking about Nigeria, how Nigeria could be a dream killer as a nation because of the issues that we are going through, federal, state, everything, you know, tribal issues, cultural issues, um, religious um, disputes, and many, 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 you know, illiteracy all over the land, poverty here and there, you know, uh, and many issues all over. And we begin to you know even educational wise you know academically you know, we don't have a good structure educational structure our educational system is so poor so poor so poor i cannot emphasize that so we have a lot of obstacles to get to our height so we begin to you know give excuses you know, I've heard many people say our fathers enjoyed things and they destroyed it and now they are expecting us to be better after they have enjoyed things and they destroyed it in their own days and they can't give us what they enjoyed and all those stuff. That's why we cannot be better, you know. Well, you know, everyone has an excuse to give and sincerely speaking, I can relate with those excuses because that's just the truth. You know, I, I said earlier that I love being realistic. Real, reality is not, is not, you know, Reality is not um, being, I mean, faith is not ignoring reality. Faith is just acknowledging reality, but yet acknowledging the more real reality of God. That's faith. So faith is acknowledging that this thing is there, but against this thing, the Bible says against all hope, he hoped. So against the reality of life, I have keyed into a higher reality of God, of God's kingdom. Do you understand? So, we have these realities there that, you know, things are not working out in Nigeria. Things are not working well, rather, in Nigeria, in Africa, and wherever you are in the world. Things might not be working fine in your country, too. You know? But, those excuses will do nothing. So, you began to give excuses about the nation. That's why you have not been able to fulfill your dreams and all that. And now you are planning to give up on your dreams and just take whatever life throws at you. 
Now, maybe you need to hear the story of Daniel. Number one problem or number one challenge that Daniel faced was he was this nation was captured in his days. Now, what what threat can be more than that? That your nation is not free. Your nation is under another government that is actually ruling you. So, in other words, Daniel was simply, simply a slave. Are you with me? Daniel was a slave because his his nation was captured. His nation was his nation was captured, and they were taken to Babylon as slaves, as slaves. Many, you know, we are in the area where slavery is not as common as it is to be in the in the 18s in the 18th centuries and early 19th centuries you know so we are we, we might not be able to relate well with slavery but i tell you slavery is not a palatable issue is not a palatable thing because number one you don't own yourself anymore you are not free to do anything you can't lay any complaint against your master so whatever they throw at you is what you have to take. You can remember the story of the Israelites when they were under bondage, under, they were slaves under Egypt. And Moses kept coming to Pharaoh, telling him, let the people of God go that they may serve the Lord, you know. And Pharaoh said, oh, it's because we have given you more time to rest and eat. That's why you have time to be thinking of serving your God. What did Pharaoh do? The Bible said Pharaoh increased their tax. He increased their tax that they know they, they didn't have any, they had no time for themselves anymore. They had no time for break. They were just working 24-7 and they could not do anything about it. They could not lay a protest. Let me say it again. They could not lay a protest. They could not lay complaints. There was nothing they could do. That's how bad slavery is. That's how bad slavery is. And that was the condition Daniel found himself. He was born into that condition. Can you imagine? So he he was born into slavery. Captured. And was ruled by a very harsh nation that didn't believe in the God of the God of the Jews. So at least in Nigeria, you are still free to collect complaints, even though they deal with you anyways. But at least you can still go and protest. Then they could not even protest. They could not. They could not. At least when the federal government are saying doing things, you can talk back at them, insult them on social media and most times you you have you, they let you go but then you dare not because they you you didn't even have a mouth to talk you can't even open your mouth when you are not asked to a slave does not speak if he's not asked to if he was not asked to so they were under lock and key working day and night and that was all so that was number one it was a slave number two it was in a foreign land now it is one thing to be a slave in your land. It is another thing to be a slave in a foreign land. 
because a foreign land has a different culture, has a different language, has a different tradition, and everything about them is different. So you have to start learning and trying to understand their language and their style and their way of life. Because as a slave in another nation, you must not do anything that goes against their tradition. If not, you'll be killed. So that was the harsh condition that Daniel found himself in. So he had to start learning their language. He had to start learning their language. But there was something Daniel had, or let me use the word, there were two things, two opportunities that Daniel took hold of. The first opportunity was Daniel knew God. He knew his God. You know, he was the one that said, they that know their God shall do exploits. He was speaking from a revelation, a personal revelation he got. He knew his God and he took that God. You know, I tell, I, like I said jokingly, I said the fact that you are born in, 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 in this world is is, 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 is is issue, is problem. Now, the fact that not only are you born in this world, you are not born in Nigeria is a serious problem. Now, not only are you not born in Nigeria, you do not know God. That's double wala or triple wala. Wala means problem. That's that's serious, serious problem. Because you don't you are born in, in the world, you face a lot of challenges on its own. Now, not only are you not born in the world, they not give you bet, they gave you bet in Nigeria. Your mates are choosing. You made a choosing country. You, you open your two eyes. <laughs> you open your two eyes and saw Nigeria, and you you were born in Nigeria. <laughs> That's jokingly, anyways, you know. And you were born in this country. That it's already while on its own. It's already a problem on its own. Are you with me? So, and now you do not know God. Ah, what what other frustration can a man has have rather? than that what other frustration so daniel knew his god that's number one number two daniel had an opportunity to be educated oh my god oh my god oh my god see you don't need much ah god give me your trans please you don't need much to become great all you need are these two things god and education and when i say education i'm not talking about going to primary school going to the secondary school going to going to um university the institution and no no it is a part of the education i'm saying but that's not all i'm saying i'm talking i'm also talking about safe education personal development skill personal personal development studies knowledge of god's word educating yourself with the word of god educating yourself mentally to be to be equipped mentally those are the things i'm talking about those were the two things that daniel had an opportunity to as a slave number one they could not take his god away from him because his god was in him his god was with him so he he, he, he maximized his god he, he knew his god from his tender age and number two he had an opportunity to be educated. You could read that in the scripture in the book of Daniel, chapter one. And in Nebuchadnezzar, you know, Nebuchadnezzar was a king, and you know, he was the ruler of the old of the old Babylon, the old empire, and he requested for among the Jews 
He needed men that could be educated in the cultures of Babylon. Now, the original purpose of educating the Jews by King Nebuchadnezzar was simply to educate them so that they can serve as a media between the, the, the kingdom of Babylon and the Jews. Because they needed, he needed a media that he could communicate his language, he could communicate his culture with the Jews. So that was why he did not that he intended to, to really educate the people. So he just needed a media. So he, he asked them, okay, select wise men among you. And, you know, by studies, by research, they saw that Daniel was a, you know, by, he has been a man that studied a lot. He read books and all that. So they knew this guy is a smart guy. So they selected him amongst the people. They chose quite a number of them. I think about one, 120 or so. I can't remember. And they chose quite a number of them to, to come and learn the cultures of Babylon. That was the original purpose of the of the of the um, education that Babylon was ready to give them. But along the line, as they began to lecture these guys, they gave them adequate teachings for years. And at the end of their course, at the end of their section, at the end of their program, they conducted an examination that also carried mem- um, citizens of Babylon with them. So they conducted a general examination, and at the end of the examination, ah, they realized a guy scored far better than even they, those that are citizens of the nation of Babylon. They realized there was a guy that scored far better. So they located the guy. Who is this guy? They realized it was a Jew, Daniel. And one thing, so they saw that it was Daniel. And one thing about king is that they locate excellence. Kings don't joke with excellence. So King Nebuchadnezzar said, get me that guy. And they brought him forth. Now, remember where this guy is coming from. He's coming from the most unfavorable condition. A slave in a foreign land, treated as a slave, not as a citizen. You know, his nation was destroyed, so there was no hope of going back. And there was no hope of leaving Babylon. So all he had was his God and his books. So he was reading and realized a lot of revelations about God. And he was reading books and getting equipped. Those days when Daniel was reading, he never knew that he was, he was opening a door. He was getting ready, rather, for a door that was about to be opened before him. See, oh God... I don't want to jump before time. He was getting ready for an opportunity that was being made already in the nearest future. He never knew. He just kept reading on his own. He kept reading. And after he became 10 times better than every of his peers, the king acknowledged and took him in to work with him. And Daniel began to work. And in the work of Daniel, they realized not only was this guy educationally or academically smart, they realized this guy is also smart in every areas of life. So they realized he was smart in other areas of his life. And it brought a kind of, it opened more doors of opportunity for him. And Daniel began to grow and grow and grow in wealth, grow in fame, 
and he was known all over the nation. Remember, he was a Jew, a slave in a foreign land under a harsh condition and he still maintained excellence that opened door for him. Excellence that opened door for him. So what am I saying? If from the story of Daniel, you can see that harsh condition are no excuse for you know defeat in life. There, you know, I tell people there, there are no excuse for failure or for failing. There are no excuse. There are no excuse. See, in short, failure is a part of life. We we all fail at one point or the other. That's life. That's life. Daniel failed at one point of his life. As humans, there are points of our lives that you will just make one mistake or the other and, you know, at a point fail and, you know, get disinterested in what you are doing and want to give up. Sometimes it's going to be more than once, more than twice and all that. You can hear the story of, you know, of um, Edison, Thomas Edison. I failed over and over and over and over and over again. So it is just a part of life. In short, I call failure a spice of success. It is failure that spices up success. But there should be no excuse for keeping yourself down because of failure, because of actual conditions, because of unfavorable situations, because of the kind of environment that you think you found yourself in. And you think because this environment is not pleasing enough, you cannot make it. You can. You can. Don't let this country, don't let your situation, don't let your environment dictate how you are going to be successful. Let your mindset change and let your mindset become your new environment. Because really your mindset is your environment. If your environment has affected your mindset, then you will become like your environment. But if your mindset is not like your environment, then what your mindset is, is what will become your environment. It will become your reality. Because the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So it is your environment, I mean, it is your mind, your heart that determines what you look like in the outside. So don't let Nigeria, per se, quote and unquote, dictate how successful you will be. Don't let this nation dictate how great you will be. Don't let the situations and the limitations of this nation dictate how far you can go. Let God purpose for your life divine you. You know, I hear a lot of people say a lot of things to themselves, and they say it jokingly. Sometimes they are serious about it, and I, you know, I used to be scared because those words are, are, are dangerous words to be saying to yourself. You know, I hear people saying this country is just this. They use some some nasty language, and they say to themselves that almost not, not, you know, <laughs> I don't want to say some things, but. You know, they say some demeaning words about themselves because of the situations they found themselves in a nation. But this nation should not be a dictator to your life because God has his own pattern for you, irrespective of your location. Jesus was born in the poorest village of his days, the poorest. He was born in Nazarene. 
he was born a Nigerian in the poorest village. According to you know, according to archaeologists in the before the new Nazareth of our days, according to archaeologists, in Jesus's village there were only thirteen houses, thirteen, thirteen, thirteen houses in the whole of the village. So he, he he was born in the poorest village in the one of the worst conditions because his, his his nation was under another another great empire so you they were not they were not free they were not independent they were dependent he was born in a harsh condition he was born in the manger he was born in a poor home but yet out of that manger came the king out of that village where they felt nothing good could come up not only something good came up but he brought forth more good things from others so god can convert the situations of your life god can turn your situation around if you will be consistent with his purposes of your for your life if you will be consistent with the purpose for your life so if you are planning to give up no it is not time to give up because like i said earlier your giving up is not going to affect you alone it will affect generations to come generations to come generations to come just imagine thomas edison just gave up on his dream to 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 solve the problem of 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 um, darkness by inventing a bulb that gives illumination just imagine he, he gave up on his dream because of he failed countless times who oh, then probably we will all be in total darkness today so everything you apply you are proposed to do is to bless a generation and other generations to come so no matter the frustrations that the world brings to you the system brings to you you keep moving you do not stop. I want to plead with everyone listening to me today that the time for you to re you know, re-strategize and to fire back has come. The time for you to step aside and to revisit your, your visions, to revisit God's purposes for your life and to fire back has come. It is not a time to drop the pen and to give up. It is a time to start writing again. It's not a time to drop the mic, throw the mic and to run away. It is a time to pick up the mic and to speak up. It's not a time to to drop the steps. It is a time to follow the steps. It's not a time to cheat your way through life. It is a time to to, to be integrated through life. It is a time to be honest through life. It's not a time to lose your guard. It is a time to keep your guard. It's not a time to lose your hope. It is a time to to keep your hope. It's not a time to to lose faith. It is a time to build faith. So this is not a time for you to say there is no hope for me anymore. There is still hope in this nation. There is still hope for you. If you will find your place in God like Daniel did, if you will find your place in God like David did, you know, it's so funny. Look at everyone that amount to something in the scriptures. Look at everyone that amount to something even in life in our days. They all came from a humbly background. background. 
they all came from a hobbling or humbly rather sorry background and they all have a story to tell so this whatever you are going through will be your story tomorrow so my friends this is not the time to give up this is the time to get inspired get motivated as a random let me read from this scripture jeremiah chapter 31 verse 3 to 4 jeremiah 31 3 to 4 the lord has appeared of old to me saying yes i have loved you with an everlasting love therefore with loving kindness i have drawn you again i will build you and you shall be rebuilt i have loved you with an everlasting love therefore with loving kindness i have drawn you again i will build you and you shall be rebuilt you shall be rebuilt god has loved you with an everlasting love irrespective of your situation irrespective of your mistakes irrespective of how much you have failed irrespective of your addictions uh, how, how you've tried to break out break off of it and you feel there is no hope from for you there is hope there is hope see you see god is not a man the way man gives up on man god doesn't give up on man that way God's investment on you is so great to just look you by the side and just ignore you. It's so great. God doesn't need you, but yet he chooses to need you. God doesn't need us, but yet he chooses to need us. Because of he has invested so much into us. Are you with me? So he has he said by his he said with his loving kindness, he has drawn you. And he said he will build you. And you shall be rebuilt. Read means you have been built before, but one way or the other, you got broken. So it will rebuild you, renew you, redeem you. So he is going to renew you, he's going to rebuild you. He's going to rebuild you only if you will keep with him. Only if you will key into his purposes for your life. Only if you will believe in him. He said, be it unto you according to your belief. What are you believing today? What are you believing today? Are you believing your situation? Are you believing what you see in your environment? Or are you believing what God's word is saying concerning your situation? This, my friend, is the hope that we have. That when we call on God, He hears us and He answers us. So whatever you are going through, why not speak to God? Why not talk to Him? Just as a father or a son will talk to his father, a daughter will look at the face of her father and speak to him confidently and say, Daddy, I want this for Christmas. I want that confidently. So this is the time. This is the time. This is the time for you to speak to your father. You don't need to be ashamed of whatever your situation is. You don't need to be ashamed of whatever you are going through. You don't need to be ashamed of what you think is your issue. You might not be able to tell people around you, although you need someone that you can confide in anyways. Someone trustworthy. But, you know, sometimes people might not understand you. But see, God understands you better than you do. So, you know, I, I speak with some people, say, you don't understand. Okay, if I don't understand, at least God understands. God understands you far better than you can ever imagine. 
and he has a pattern for your life. So don't try to compare your life with anyone's life. He will build you personally, not the way others are built. He will build you in his own style, in his own grand style for your life. So your own building process might be different from the other person. But he has his own plan for you. So don't compare your life with anyone's life. Don't try to be like anybody. Don't try to be anybody. Be the person God has destined you to be. Be the real you that you are supposed to be. Let us see the original version of you. Do you know why? Because the real version of you is priceless. Because there is no other version of you in the world. So, but when you try to be like another person, you are going to be frustrating God's effort in your life. And that is why many of many people live a depressed life today because they are trying to live uh, on a two face. They have two faces. They are trying to live like this and like that. You have to be real to yourself. You have to be real to your God. You have to be real to your identity. You have to be real to your personality. So don't try to compare your life with anyone's life. Your life is different from the other person. When you compare yourself, you have demeaned yourself. When you compare yourself, you have insulted yourself. You have devalued yourself. That's what comparison does. Your life is special. Your pattern is unique. God's method of operating with you, God's method of dealing with you is also unique. Understand this and know peace for yourself. So I hope you have been able to be to be encouraged this evening. And I hope you got a lot of insight on what God's plan are and is for you. This is not a time to give up. This is a time to keep moving. This is a time to get motivated because a generation awaits your fulfillment. A generation awaits your manifestation. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. I hope you've been able to be to, to, to be blessed. I hope you've been able to get motivated. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful weekend. Till we meet next week. Goodbye. Yeah.
when at a man that he should lie. 